0: This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part.
1: Thank you so much. Good morning. And thank you. Thank you. Welcome everybody to the show or Wednesday hump day Almost halfway through the uh, week already, and thank you for joining us today. We got a lot uh, coming up on the show today. I got three random facts. A little bit later, got some good stuff on three random facts. They announced the Emmys. I uh, Probably, uh, I should leave that for Joanna. Yeah, that might be what she's mm-hmm. gonna no, like. Go ahead. touch on. Oh, uh, Netflix. It's all, like most of the like Netflix was by far. The channel, I guess, to get the most nominations, although...
2: You remember back in the day, who was it that got mad? They shouldn't even be nominated for award shows. Now they're sweeping them. Yeah.
1: Well, it also... So, Netflix can get an Emmy, but they can also get an Oscar it turns out, so...
3: Yeah, as long as it runs only like yeah. two weeks or something like that, isn't it? In the theaters? As long as it has some sort of a... Theater release.
2: Yeah. Well, great news. 2020 is going to be the year then that they won't be nominated. Yeah, they,
4: I think they like modified the Oscar qualifications. Oh, okay. To allow streaming this, this year.
1: The show that got the most nominations was an HBO show, though, called Watchmen. And I felt kind of vindicated because I, I, <laughs> I had gone around saying Watchmen was the best show on television at the time. and mm-hmm. <laughs> You
2: keep doing it, to us. you still do.
1: Yeah, Watchmen's great, and but uh, you're the reason for it, Buzz. You're the reason why. Yeah, I no, I'm. So many you're welcome. I'm just saying, my the most common response I got was, "Yeah, I don't have HBO," or, "Eh," it was only so-so. I was like, "No, it's really, really great." Everyone, so I got mm-hmm. a bunch of nominations. Uh, Tiger King also got nominated wow. yeah, for a few different things. <laughs> And uh, we'll we'll have more on that Coming up a little bit later Lisa's got the rock news We're going to have to talk about this uh, God it, I, I'm seeing it described as a fake doctor video But the scary yeah. thing is Some of those people are, are doctors Who should know better But it's the video about how Hydrochloroquine is the cure And nobody needs to wear a mask And it was these people in you know, identical lab coats uh, who were out talking. It got pulled down off of social media because it contained so much bad information. Yeah, but that doesn't
2: change anything
1: to some people. What doesn't change anything? The
3: fact that it got taken uh-huh. down just proves the point oh, that you, no, no. Real. With the
1: conspiracy theory, the thing is, if somebody removes it because it's inaccurate, that's just more fuel for the conspiracy. That means it's true. Yeah. Why else would they be trying to hide it? But mm-hmm. uh, So it's like... I don't know, half a dozen, eight doctors. So you have to look into it. If somebody is a, an expert, uh, that meaning that that's their field of study, you can eliminate a couple of the doctors because one of them was a psychiatrist. Their discipline is definitely not epidemiology. Mm-hmm. One pharmacist. of them was an eye doctor. And then <laughs> one of them who was an actual like pediatric doctor turns out... Runs a church and tells People that some uh, Sexually transmitted Diseases are caused by having sex With demons in Mm -hmm. your dreams I've heard that Yeah. (laughs) So Oh and a couple of Trumps got got muted On social media I think Don Jr. Don Jr. is in like 12 hour Twitter jail For linking to the video and stuff And uh, Trump's got removed So they're all pissed off Because mm. that's part of the conspiracy as well so. Yep, they're yeah.
2: silencing them And their voices
1: <sighs> uh, So we're going to have to break that down Talk about it uh, a little bit Some of those people are actual doctors With medical degrees And It's amazing how many people Who are reposting that video And howling because it was taken down Off of so- social media Are willing to believe these handful of doctors but they're so willing to disregard thousands and thousands not only of thousands of doctors but thousands of epidemiologists and specialists specialists in the field and most importantly researchers you know who really you pick, know. you pick
2: and you listen to whatever's going to fit your personal narrative and that's what a lot of people do
1: well you do if you're lazy and not bright <laughs> I mean that's, well, that's kind of what, what you a do a lot of
2: people do online and that's what you're seeing and, and even happening.
1: But I hear you and definitely even smart people can fall into that trap mm-hmm. it's just a human trait that you gravitate it's called confirmation bias and you gotta be on the lookout for it but um, yeah, yeah. if you saw this video and you thought okay these doctors these five or six doctors one I'm of right whom's right. an eye doctor and the other one believes in demon STDs Because they're saying something. You don't? You are... You've got confirmation bias going on there. Big time. All right, let's go around the room and everybody share what you're working on today in the news department. Lisa, what do we have coming up in morning show news today?
2: Guess who's making his way to the Lone Star State today? Kanye. No, Donald Trump
1: oh. will
5: be in. <laughs> Why would you think Kanye? I
1: don't know. He's been in the news lately. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, close enough, right? Yeah.
2: I mean, they're both running for president. There you go. Uh, no, so... Trump will be heading to Texas today. He's going to be in Odessa, also Midland, uh, Permian Basin special event. It's going to be a three part series of fundraisers held in the area. Donors uh, will be there. He's also, it's going to be his first major campaign event since his rally back in Tulsa. Uh, this is interesting, though. So, uh, Texas is one of the mask mandate states. But the campaign event, they said they'll be handing out hand sanitizer and social distancing will be enforced, but they have not said whether or not masks.
1: Well, you had enforced. to do well. Midland, Odessa was one of the markets we got taken off the air because we weren't pro-Trump. <laughs> so I'm sure he's going to have a, a ready audience there. Wait, you're not pro-Trump? Not sufficiently pro-Trump. That was the that was kind of the main reason we okay, got I taken off in him. Midland, yeah. Odessa. I can't believe that. <laughs> Sports, Brandon, what do we have coming up in sports headlines today?
3: So, the Marlins keep testing positive for COVID-19. Well, I mean, we talked about it at the end of the show yesterday. Oh,
1: you mean the the extra ones that were revealed yesterday. But on the positive
3: side... Well, it sounds like a lot of them are positive. they (laughs) They were playing the Phillies over the weekend. None of the Phillies have tested positive yet. All right. So... As far as Major League Baseball is concerned, this is an isolated thing for the Marlins. Since last Friday, 6,400 players have been tested. And, well, 6,400 members of the traveling parties. That could be coaches as well. Um, and just members of the, of the group. They've been tested. Only Miami Marlins members have tested positive. They have had no other positive tests. So it seems to be an isolated incident. But if anything were to spread... Uh, New York's Governor Cuomo says, come play baseball in New York.
0: All right,
1: we'll get into that, and I'm sure there's a lot of other sports to talk about. Joanne, I kind of crib some of your notes, I guess, by talking about the Emmys, but you have That's other cute. stuff coming up today in entertainment news? I
4: do. Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune are set to resume production this week and next week, and there will be some changes to make sure that everyone is able to social distance and to keep Alex Trebek safe. Oh,
1: uh, are the contestants? Behind, are the contestants going to be in the studio? Or are they going to? Is it going to be like yes. one big Zoom meeting?
4: No, they're all going to be in the studio. Uh, but only essential crew members will be there, so there's there won't be an audience. Oh, so and I guess
1: Vanna's not going to be there
4: then. I don't know about Vanna. <laughs> Vanna's.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Do you think what she does is essential?
4: Are you? He's talking about Jeopardy. What the hell are you talking about?
1: You said Jeopardy and And Wheel Wheel of Fortune. Oh, are resuming production.
4: I was like, Van is on Jeopardy now. Wheel of Fortune. Attention, leaves to keep up. (laughs) (laughs) The news for Wheel of Fortune says that the wheel has been redesigned to provide proper social distancing between contestants. Oh,
3: like everybody has their own giant lever.
4: (laughs) Probably (laughs) the little T Rex, little grabby
2: thing, and they just (laughs) press it with it. Yes, I would tune in for that. Technically, only
3: if you, only if you make the nom, nom, nom sound when you do it. Because <laughs> you know, that's the first thing you do when you grab one of those things. Nom, yeah. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: The Emmy Award nominations came out yesterday, and Emmy's television, so it's like the, the Oscars for TV shows. Netflix, we're going to talk about this coming up in just a few minutes. Netflix had the most nominations. And Watchmen on HBO was the show that had the most nominations. Fork, yes, the question.
3: Yeah. Brandon, did you finish Watchmen? No. Mm-hmm. It, got, it, kept, it just keeps getting pushed. pushed Didn't back. you
4: hear Buzz recommended it
1: to us? Us? <laughs> <do.
3: watchmen>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nico, I think, think it's the not watch
1: something. I think this is a, something that's.
3: Palm uh, Springs is proof, right, Lisa? Uh, Palm Springs
1: was funny.
2: Call it what it is, Joshua Tree,
1: and it was meh. <laughs> it was cute.
6: Only a person from California could have that complaint, though. Like, oh, no, that's not
1: really Palm Springs. None of us would care. That's actually Joshua Tree. <laughs> <laughs> It'd it has be a bunch like... of
2: Joshua Trees everywhere. You <laughs> think would, Joshua Tree's are just living all over the place?
1: It would be like if the show was supposed to be set in El Paso, and, and somebody would go, that's actually Canetillo.
4: <laughs> I did that when I watched The Mule. <laughs>
5: that's Las Cruces.
4: Girl,
2: that's Las Cruces. I know yeah. those mountains.
1: Yeah, Tonight on Netflix, the fourth season premiere of Inside the World's Toughest Prisons. Isn't that the one that you told me you've been watching? Yes,
6: that's all I've been watching.
2: (laughs) Does it make you feel tougher or more scared?
6: It makes me feel very fortunate (laughs) to not be in prison abroad.
1: Like, how how are the prisons so much tougher?
6: Uh, I was telling you about the one where the inmates just control the inside, and the guards are there on the outside to make sure they don't
5: leave.
1: But Yeah, I think else. that's a lot of Sa- South America yeah, and South Latin America. America and places like that where it's...
2: They just throw you in there and say, Godspeed.
1: Yeah, Godspeed. That's kind of like the prison in... Uh, Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> it's just route to throw oh, you in yeah. a hole. Yeah, the pit yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And if you can jump and and climb the cliff, you you earned free it. To you earned it. <laughs> Doctor uh, Anthony Fauci says part of the reason why his first pitch was so terrible was because he practiced on a little league mound, which is fifteen feet closer to the plate than a regulation one. Nice try, Doc. I mean, it doesn't make me love you any less, but. <laughs> Not buying it (laughs) I mean, nobody expected him to have a great pitch to begin with That pitch was bad And it would have been bad if you were on a little league mount (laughs) You know, it didn't go anywhere near the plate Would that really make a big difference, though? A little league mount versus a regular pitcher's mount? No, I mean, I think if you can If you can throw a baseball halfway decent You could do it on either one I mean, but he's older, you know And He's a scientist, they don't get practice Of all the things you could judge a doctor on, I I guess his throwing arm is one of the least important criteria. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we heard earlier this week that North Korea uh, reported its very first case of COVID-19. And they say it was from somebody who had snuck over into South Korea and then snuck back into North Korea who brought the dirty virus with him. Really? Which I, I my inclination is to discount anything coming out of North Korea as information from P- Pyongyang uh, uh, but maybe, I mean they call it the Hermit Kingdom Nope, not a lot of people go in, not a lot of people go out, so if Dennis Rodman didn't have COVID-19, maybe <laughs> they do have <laughs> I find it hard to believe that it's their first case ever, but There are reports that in North Korea, uh, people seen wearing masks could face um, arrest. And who knows what else happens when you get arrested in North Korea. Just for wearing a mask? Well, yeah. It was like there was an edict from Kim Jong-un. Don't wear a mask because... You know, it's going to make people think that we have COVID nineteen in our cover story, or the story we're going with is that there's not a single case in the entire country. So, uh, yeah, it was. They were reportedly taking it very serious, and they were going to re- they were going to arrest people who were seen wearing a mask.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: Nominees for this year's Emmys are out, and HBO's Watchmen led the way with twenty six nominations. Did you watch Watchmen?
6: You asked me this yesterday, and we watched it together—the entire show. (laughs) Did you like it? Yes, you made me watch it.
2: No, no, no. Not did you make me watch it? Did you like
6: it? Yeah, it was great. It was amazing.
1: Right, and I was telling people that I didn't feel—I felt like a lot of people were very meh about Watchmen. Well, it's got
6: a complicated plot. It's very intricate. Um, Um. Some of the shows are almost like an episode within an episode of things. Gets kind of meta. And I don't think you could appreciate it if you didn't really read the original The mm. Alan Moore. The Alan Moore. Graphic novel. Graphic novel. Yes.
1: I, I haven't looked down this far, but with twenty six nominations, I think Lou Gossett Jr. is a was a really great part of of that. So I hope he got nominated. Who's Lou Gossett Jr.? Gossett Jr. was in an off in the eighties. He was in about he every. He was the guy. He was the Samuel L. Jackson or the. <laughs> <laughs> he was the guy who was in like every third movie that came out in the eighties. Officer and a Gentleman. He was the hard ass drill instructor. Enemy Mine, where he played a reptilian alien. Enemy Mime. No, Enemy Mine. Okay. Iron Eagles. Yeah. Iron Eagles Two. Iron okay. Eagles Three. Singular, any goal? Joanna, Lisa,
6: do you recognize any of those?
1: No. Well, we'll find out if Luke Gossett Jr. got nominated for anything. Joanna, you want to step in here and uh, talk a little bit about the oh. Emmy nominations? Sure. can give me a Netf- Netflix blew everyone out of the water though with 160 nominations. Ooh. That's new record for one network, and they put "network" in parentheses here. HBO had the second most, but they had 107 Emmy nominations compared to 160, which Netflix had. NBC was a distant third with 47 nominations. Uh, ABC had 36 and FX had 33.
3: FX has a lot of good shows going on right now, man. They do. Tony, watch Dave. It's hilarious.
6: Mm. Did you see, though, that It's Always Sunny uh, did not get... a uh, uh, Emmy nomination, but Caitlin Olsen did get one for her um, movie with Will Forte on Quibi. No, Quibi.
3: <laughs> yeah. can it be a movie if it's on Quibi? Yeah, it, isn't it like ten minutes long if it's on Quibi? In ten parts. Okay. Yeah. So it's a ten-part semi-series
2: series. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, Tiger King is no longer an embarrassing guilty pleasure. It's an Emmy-nominated embarrassing guilty pleasure. <laughs> Tiger King got six nominations. Including outstanding documentary or nonfiction series, directing for a documentary, picture editing for nonfiction program, music composition, sound editing and sound mixing.
4: Oh, music composition.
1: A sub tag
4: The Mandalorian got fifteen nominees. <gasps>
1: Uh, In the documentary category, Tiger King is up for best documentary against PBS's American Masters, HBO's McMillions, ESPN's The Last Dance, and the Hillary series on Hulu called Hillary. Uh, Probably Last Dance, right? Have you seen any of the others? McMillions, I saw. That's it.
6: Yeah. Is the Hillary one about... Uh, it's not like the alternate universe No, though. no, no okay. that's, a,
1: that's a different show The late comedic actor Fred Willard Got a posthumous nomination for Modern Family hmm.
5: huh.
1: Okay, so uh, Here are some of the nominees And some of the major categories And there are a lot of categories Because they break them down into genres and stuff So Outstanding Drama Series Your nominated uh, shows are Better Call Saul Killing Eve, Ozark, that's a Netflix show, Stranger Things, a Netflix show, Succession, The Handmaid's Tale, The Crown, and The Mandalorian from Disney Plus. Your outstanding comedy series, Curb Your Enthusiasm, classic. Dead to Me, Insecure, which is on HBO. S-Words Creek, which is on Pop TV.
4: Oh, I love that show. <laughs>
1: yeah, it is. Ah, this is interesting. The Good Place on NBC. Their entire season was their finale, right? Mm-hmm. That was the entire thing was the that season, finale. The series
6: finale,
1: yeah. You know, I loved The Good Place, and I kind of binged it all at once, but I... I can't bring myself to watch the finale
4: Because you know it's the end
1: Maybe, I don't know, that's a weird thing Like I'll be into a show and then it's like Okay, I got one, you know, (laughs) just the finale And I'll just Put it off and put it off Also the uh, Kaminsky Method on Netflix The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon The Kaminsky
6: Method deserves a win That is one of the best shows On Netflix
1: is that the one with Michael Douglas? Yeah,
6: and he, he's an acting instructor.
1: And who else? And there's another star. Alan Arkin? Yes, is Alan Arkin. How do you know him? I don't him? know. I just, I... <laughs> but also nominated for Outstanding Comedy Series. Uh, this is a bell we've been ringing a while. Mm-hmm. What We Do in the Shadows on FX got a nomination. Nice. Your lead actor in a drama series. Uh, you've got Jason Bateman for Ozark. Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us. Brian Cox for Succession. Jeremy Strong for Succession, Steve Carell for The Morning Show, and Billy Porter for Pose on FX. Yes. Lead actor, actress in a drama series, Zendaya for Euphoria oh, on HBO. Such a good show. I
4: think it's Zendaya? No, it's
5: Zendaya.
1: Okay. Zendaya? I had kids that watched Disney Channel. <laughs> yeah,
5: and remember, so, she says,
2: Hi, I'm Zendaya, and you're watching Disney Channel. Mm-hmm.
1: I would not know that, Lisa. <laughs> Olivia Colman for *The Crown* on Netflix, Jennifer Aniston for *The Morning Show* on Apple TV Sandra Oh for *Killing Eve*, Jodie Comer for *Killing Eve*, and Laura Linney for Ozark on Netflix. Laura Linney's great. Uh, then it gets in supporting actors. Well, I'm just going to hit some highlights here. Do, 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 do. Kieran Culkin, who is one of the uh, one of the Culkin kids, Macaulay Culkin's brother, is nominated for Best Supporting Actor in Succession. Giancarlo Esposito for Better Call Saul. He plays uh, his character Gus Fring from Breaking Bad on that. And Jeffrey Wright from Westworld on HBO. And uh, Meryl Streep got a nomination. Well, when does Meryl Sh- Streep not get a nomination? She and Laura Dern both got nominated for supporting actress in Big Little Lies on HBO. Helena Bonham Carter for The Crown. Let's see. Thandie Newton for Westworld. Uh, actors at a comedy series Anthony Anderson for Blackish. Eugene Levy for S-Words Creek. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, Have you I guys love seen that, that? Show. Really funny. I, you can't even say
6: it because it's the
1: because it's, it's, it's a name?
4: It's not spelled like it, but it I mean, sounds
1: like in it. In a okay. court of law, I could make a case
4: <laughs> that not. I should be
1: able to say it, but Brandon would beep
4: it no matter what. The entire town is named that, but yeah. we cannot say it.
6: That's
1: hilarious. It's a good show, too. I love that show. Uh, Christina Applegate has a uh, actress in a comedy series nomination for "Dead to Me," and Tracy Ellis Ross from "Blackish." Also, Linda Cardellini from "Dead to Me," Cardellini, Cardellini, and Catherine O'Hara from "S. Creek." S. Creek. She's great. At you got to see it, Buzz. No, I've seen it. You have? Oh, yeah.
6: You, yeah, sound, Chris you said, don't sound super happy about no, it. it. No, it was good. Okay. You weren't effusive.
3: Very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> better than Palm Springs, the movie? <laughs> yeah.
1: I would say better than Palm Springs, the movie.
2: What about Watchmen?
1: No, I mean, they're they're totally different things. I mean, <laughs> Andre Brower from Brooklyn Nine-Nine got a yeah. supporting actor in a comedy series. Big. Yes.
6: Captain Holt. You punch This bit,
5: <laughs> Cheddar. Cheddar! Yes.
2: I am a straight man and I love women with large breasts.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Keenan Thompson is uh, nominated for Best Supporting Actor at a Comedy Series for Saturday Night Live. I might be alone, and I don't think I'm alone, but I might be one of the few voices that says Keenan Thompson is a treasure.
5: Yeah, like, no, no a, totally. Like a lot of yeah,
1: people definitely. bag on him because he's been on the show for a long time. It's like, hey, you know, you're supposed to leave Saturday Night Live. And Are then, you kidding me? He was born for this. I watched him since all of that, dude.
6: On oh, all that, he was my favorite. That, all of that,
2: you
7: all that. And then
2: he was All of that. He was a guy and called
6: su- Super Dude. Who
2: and a, now it's time for learning with Pierre Escargo.
5: Keenan Thompson is.
2: It's still funny it twenty is. years later, and it's still funny. He did a
1: he did like a French character on all that, and
2: he was like yeah. in a bathtub, a bathtub wearing like a yellow raincoat. A raincoat in yellow galoshes, and he would teach you French sentences. He would come out.
1: Yeah, I gotta look one up. Just
2: it, was it was so stupid, but it was hilarious. He, and he did. Goes,
1: oh, he hasn't done it, it for a few seasons, but he used to do a French, uh, like, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like an Apollo comic who's French. He's like Zut alors.
4: <laughs> He's been preparing for that role for the long yeah. time. Yeah, I, I remember
2: the one the the show that was all about chocolate. It was the cooking show, and he's like, and then you know what you do? Add more chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> and he would just like be licking the chocolate off the table. Oh my gosh, he was so great.
5: Uh,
1: Tony Shalhoub, who people loved in Monk, is nominated for supporting actor in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and William Jackson Harper is nominated for The Good Place. He plays cheaty on a gunye um. on uh, Good Place. Um. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Outstanding limited series, Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu, Mrs. America on FX, Unbelievable on Netflix, Unorthodox on Netflix, and Watchmen on HBO. And y- there's so many categories. You've got you to go through the whole thing with supporting actors and actresses mm-hmm. and everything for limited series or movie. Are you going to go through all of them all? Outstanding
4: no. Animated Program. Oh,
1: all right. Big Mouth on Netflix. Okay. Yes. Bob's Burgers on Fox.
4: Yes.
1: BoJack Horseman on Netflix. Still haven't seen it. Rick and Morty on Adult Swim. Yes. And The Simpsons on Fox.
2: Really? Give it to Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm.
4: Give it to Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Ooh, Outstanding Reality Competition Program. The Masked Singer Yeah. Fox. Nailed it on Netflix RuPaul's Drag Race on VH1, Top Chef on Bravo, and The Voice on NBC. What's nailed
6: it for Netflix? Uh, It's
4: It's like a cooking cooking
1: competition. Uh, Okay. Uh, hello big snub for the floor is lava here
4: guys <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be qualifying for next maybe
1: it, not this year it came out yeah. too recently exactly. you yeah. think that's the problem with the floor yes. is
3: lava not getting a nomination oh my I gosh I'm what did I watch my <laughs> ass off if next year it comes out and that's one of the nominees which
2: is a really stupid show, show that I watched the other night was oh holy moly you're the one you were telling us <laughs> about the put- put- I started <laughs> watching where was I that was on somewhere like, it, it had MC. to
1: have been on someplace is where you couldn't change the TV, right? It like must have a- been
2: my parents' house. And then, so yeah, and I'm just watching it. <laughs> I mean, oh man, I lost <laughs> IQ points watching that show.
1: Oh yeah. But it's, Rob Riggle's great. It's hella dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
3: and the Tiger
1: Song, man. (laughs) So, uh, Tiger King is nominated for a handful of Emmys. Most of them are technical Mm -hmm. in nature or music scores and uh, editing and things like that. But it's also nominated for Best uh, Documentary. And I can only imagine what it would be like. I mean, who's going to show up to pick up the award? Is it going to be anybody... Like the guy, the Carol old guy, Baskin. is it going to be Carol Baskin? Is it going to be the old guy who is the reporter following the story? <laughs>
6: Maybe they'll let the Tiger King out of jail. Maybe they'll
1: let him out of jail just to pick up the award, huh? That would be interesting. What Put them if, all there together. Yeah, you know, what if Joe Exotic got out, too?
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show
1: Podcast. You know how we do mida the a-hole? And usually Brandon finds these on, on the Reddit, the subreddit called Am I the A-Hole? Yeah. I think we've got a real life one going on because Nico wanted to ask us our opinion on something that he's planning to do. So, Oh,
3: so it'd be a would I be the A-Hole? A-hole. Yeah. The answer's yes. Hey,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. you don't even know the situation. Boom. Nico was laying out a strong case for what he's going to do. Well, strong to him. I, I didn't think that it held much water.
6: Like it made as, sense in his head. I mean, I think it will make sense in your heads once I present the case.
1: <laughs> so we're gonna have uh, will, is Nico will, Nico will Nico be the a hole yeah. if he co- goes through with this? So we'll have that coming up a little bit later. Uh, you know i I might become a hedonist based on the study mm-hmm. uh, that says the key to life. And the key to being really happy is sometimes just ignoring your responsibilities, doing what you want to do, and not worry about the consequences. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: This is a new study out of the University of Zurich. Does that mean you're going to go to Hedonism over in Jamaica?
3: <laughs> that's the island where the, the, you there are lots of sexy time. I don't no, that's the whole island, but it's 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 a clothing optional resort. I think Didn't it's adults only. Didn't you ever see that video of the guy? The ripping and the tearing. The ripping and the tearing. <laughs> no. You've never seen that? Oh my god! I got to send that to you. According to these
1: researchers uh, that put together the study from the University of Zurich, sometimes just say, "screw it" mm-hmm. and do something that you want to do mm-hmm. and don't worry about the consequences is a good idea.
5: Yeah.
1: Here's a quote from the paper: The researchers say, "Of course, self-control is important." But research on self-regulation should pay just as should play just as much or should pay just as much attention to hedonism or short short-term pleasure. So they found that uh, you need to be able to mentally put aside your responsibilities, not feel guilty, yeah. not second-guess yourself, get rid of like some of your hang-ups every day, all the time, and. Uh, truly relax and enjoy your life, and that that's the key to happiness. So I'm a, I'm aware of the hedonist, which was a school of philosophy, like in ancient times. And, but you think you hear hedonist, and it's like, oh, just do drugs and, you know, whatever you feel like. Yeah, but, I he, but it was a lot more discipline than that. It was, do whatever gives you pleasure. Well, yeah, but it was also clear to point out not... In the moment, pleasure, but like long, like figure out what is going to bring you the most pleasure and the ha- most happiness over a period of time. I mean, it might give you the most pleasure to go and like rob a bank and then use all the money to buy hookers and drugs. Mm-hmm. But long in the long up, term, okay. it's probably not going <laughs> to—it's not going to make you that happy in the long term. That's I don't know, like the classical hedonist
6: belief. I don't think you should do this because then. I'd I like would to have find to be out. responsible. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs>
6: That's
1: I a good would point. Hurt. Yeah, A separate study, uh, completely unrelated, found out what activities people wear masks for and what activities they don't wear masks for. So,
2: Interesting.
1: Um, everybody get your... We haven't done a sound effect uh, quiz in a long time. Everybody get okay, your dude. sound yeah. effect. Is that you? Yeah. You're going to do the party horn? Joanna, what are you going to do? Wait, Lisa, where's your pig?
2: I don't know. Oh, I have the pig. Okay, you'll you'll be the pig? She's pig. All right. Yeah.
1: Too long.
4: (laughs) I can't find my other one.
1: Is that you, Brandon? That's me.
5: All right. How do you turn this off?
1: Like I said, too long. Use this. So this is going to be Nico's. Who keeps
4: messing with my sound effect? There you go.
1: I'll tell you the, I'll name the activity, and then you tell me, do you wear a mask for it? Okay. That.
4: That was pig for, okay.
1: All right, here we go. In the car. Oh. Nobody wears the mask in the car. It's like, never have I ever. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Everyone uh, drink. 76% of people say they don't think you need one when driving or riding mm-hmm. in a car.
3: Although, do you see other people ever driving I with do. one? Yeah. And yeah. sometimes yeah. I think, I did they forget? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done it where I just forget I have the mask on and I'll make it a couple of blocks from where I was and then realize, oh, I got to take this thing off.
2: I think maybe this is just me maybe giving in the benefit of the doubt. I think those people are maybe like the ones who are super paranoid and they don't want to touch it, like touch the mask.
1: I'm going to f- contaminate the mask. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: okay. Or if yeah. they yeah, because if they're going to wear it somewhere else, like let's say you're going to two different grocery stores. So you just wear the just mask yeah, rather than putting it down in your car and then possibly contaminating a spot in your car. That's, that's just my thinking, is maybe they're going somewhere else and they don't want to yeah, That's
1: lose. just Lisa getting into the mind of another crazy person.
2: Yes, exactly. Never let it happen. Alright,
1: I'm going to name another activity. If Kay. you wear a mask for this, Kay. let me hear your sound effect. While exercising. Hey. You that? wear a mask while exercising?
2: I do, and it's because it at the... To my, be
6: fair, she's one of the few ones that do, does exercises.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I don't even do exercises. Um, it
2: is one of my gyms that is mandatory, so you have to wear a mask while you're working out.
1: Getting your order at a drive-thru. <laughs> uh,
3: if it's every... I mean, every
6: now and then. Wait, who like was a little, That was Brandon.
4: Like a... Uh, not a fault.
2: <laughs> I try to just out of respect <laughs> for the person at the drive-through I window
1: because yeah. they're and probably I wearing forget. a mask.
4: Yeah. yeah,
2: right. And and then that's the thing. I've seen uh, someone on Facebook that I know that works at Starbucks, and she said, "She's like, do you realize how disrespectful it is to me that I'm wearing a mask to try and protect you, mm-hmm. but you clearly don't care about protecting
1: mm-hmm. me?" Yeah, has I- coffee ready.
4: Exactly. If, yeah, if I go into the restaurant, obviously.
6: So but. do you think they want me to put out my cigarette when I go to the drive through too? Oh yeah, okay.
2: actually. <laughs> if um, I had a choice between the mask or the cigarette, put the cigarette out.
1: For, for getting an order at the drive-thru, 66% said, no, nah, they don't wear a mask for that.
2: Mm. I, I would say like 75% of the time I do.
4: Pig is dirty.
1: This one doesn't yeah, apply yeah, she, yeah, she to <laughs> everybody.
4: Uh-huh.
1: On a date. I mean You have to have one.
4: Who goes, yeah, right.
1: Well hey! <laughs> Is that Lisa? You yeah. wear a mask on a date?
2: Um, I take it and then I try and see how they feel. So like I wore mine once and I walked in and clearly he did not care. And um so he just was
4: he the one that had the Rona?
5: Mm Yeah. Maybe you should have worn
4: that mask. Yeah, you should have. He didn't at the time, but he totally got it.
6: Maybe wearing a mask on a date, though, is a subconscious way of telling the partner, like, you are not getting any. (laughs)
1: 66% said they wouldn't wear a mask on a date. They would or wouldn't. Would not.
5: I,
2: I think it just depends on their, one, their preference, and two... Um, I'd be like, hey, where have you been in the last five days? I, yeah, actually, I did. I got asked I want, asked want out, contact
5: tracing. <laughs> exactly. I, I got asked right. out on a date,
2: and one of his things he told me, too, is he's like, by the way, been tested twice for COVID, negative both times. Last test was a week ago. I was like, oh, okay.
6: I never wear a mask on Tinder dates. I mean, they're already on Tinder.
2: Yeah. They How? have other bacterial yeah.
1: diseases you need to be worried How about, about. <laughs> do you wear a mask while pumping gas? Mm. oh
6: is that that's Nico, Nico? yeah I, I pump at Costco and everybody there always has
1: a mask on well 55 percent said they wouldn't wear wear a mask while pumping gas that's yeah, about half while getting your hair cut I
4: haven't gone to get a haircut
2: I did yesterday
1: I cut my hair in the bathroom <laughs>
2: Put a mask up, Brandon. I've gotten one
1: haircut, and I didn't, I didn't wear a mask. I got uh,
6: one of the hot towels from Sports Clips, and they made me wear a mask during the hot towel. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. How was that? I mean, it wasn't the best hot towel experience.
5: <laughs>
1: when you go get a haircut, do they charge okay. you, like, the regular rate?
5: <laughs> Jeez.
1: Yeah, thanks, buddy. I, I mean, balls, here's are... here's uh, here's Nico's <SSSSSSR> <That's the> haircut. <SSSSR> snip, snip. You're good. That'll be thirty bucks.
6: Yeah. They usually <laughs> laugh at me and say, "Just let God take it."
2: <laughs> um, I I do actually. I got my hair done yesterday, and I, but but they also do. They they say you know they look back at that hair salon that had 140 people exposed and not one of them got it because the stylists and all the customers had masks on. So, I mean, that's kind of the, the way they look at it. So yeah, no, my girl is very strict about wearing your mask.
0: It's the Buzz Adams morning show podcast.
1: All right, Nico, are you set to lay out your MIDA hole question for us? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Nico uh, Jimian is a stand-up comedian You can find him on social media At Nico Adjective And he tweets at Nico's Fake News
6: Wow, thank you, that was a great introduction Wow. So, uh, do you want me Just to jump into it, or are you going to set me up?
1: Oh, do you want to hear About, real quick, about The uh, crazy county commissioner from New Mexico Who said blacks need to go back to Africa (laughs) Sure, sure That's a good change, yeah
5: Let's do that first.
6: No, let's just do that oh, first. Okay. No, sure, let's switch directions real quick. Uh this guy
1: <laughs> Coy, I guess he pronounces Coy Griffin is the county commissioner of Otero County. Is this they the same a, one from yeah, before? Who said that the only good Democrats dead Democrats. Same guy? Yeah, it's exactly same. The guy. the
4: Cowboys for Trump guy? Yeah, same guy. Okay.
1: Um you mean the uh, yeah, he had said that the only good Democrat is a dead Democrat in a church. So so he said that Damn. like in a tent revival setting, and uh, you hear all those, uh, yeah, uh, people, those peaceful followers of Jesus applauding, <laughs> <laughs> killing, you know. Uh, so he's back. Otero County, you should be embarrassed to have this person as a resident of mm. your county, much less the county commissioner mm-hmm. of Otero County. Is I Otero mean, flex- Prison there,
6: too? Huh? Is Otero Prison there, too? Otero Prison? Is that not a prison?
1: I've never... I, I don't know I of Otero so. Prison. Yeah. I thought so, too. Right? Yes. Uh, Coy Griffin recorded Sunday on Facebook. I can't find the video, but he said... They called him to ask him about it. He said he didn't take it down, but I can't find the video. But he doesn't deny saying uh, what he said. He uh, was talking about... Uh, people who need to go back to Africa. In one passage, he sharply criticizes those who support performances at football games of the Lift Every Voice and Sing, which is a gospel song, by the way, uh, as a gesture of solidarity against racial uh, injustice. So I'm going to quote and I'm going to signify that I'm doing it, that this is a direct quote from this guy. By the way, if you dress up, like one of the playable characters from Red Dead Redemption, you're not a real cowboy. That's just trying too hard, dude.
5: <laughs> He's got like the buckskin
1: fringe and like an actual dead fox around his neck. We're in the middle it's, of summer, Coy. Right, Coy, we're not buying it. You're just, just a Coca Cola cowboy. You.
4: A Coca Cola cowboy.
1: You're just a Coca Cola cowboy. Uh, but he p- puts himself out as a real cowboy. So I'm going to do it like how I imagine. County uh, when is it? county Commissioner Coy Griffin talks. They want to destroy our country. They want to talk about playing a black national anthem for, before football games. I got a better idea. Why don't you go back to Africa and form your little football teams over in Africa and you can play on an old beat-out dirt lot and you can play your black national anthem there. How about that? This America. And we play the national anthem in America today. Classy. By the way, if if they did go back to Africa and form their football teams, they would dominate the uh, United States <laughs> in football. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the United States would no longer be the best no. football country in the world.
2: They wouldn't. We wouldn't even play. play. We'd be like the sport's dumb
1: now. But I, I assume I don't have to waste valuable airtime explaining why this is racist to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty clearly racist. Telling people yeah. to go back to Africa with your little football teams. By the way, do you know how many games they've played the, what he called... I've never heard that song called the Black National Anthem. I do remember it was in the Baptist Hymnal when I was growing up. It was one of the songs in the Southern Baptist Hymnal. What does this guy have against church? I mean, he encourages killing Americans in a church? He denigrates uh, a, a, a gospel song? I mean, this guy does not sound like a very good Christian. He doesn't look like a real cowboy. (laughs)
4: <laughs> he's a charlatan.
1: He, he Right. Again, Otero, you should be embarrassed that this guy lives in your county, much less that he's county commissioner of your county. How does something like this happen? Mm-hmm. He should be run out of town on a rail. Reached by phone on Monday, Griffin said that he was speaking out against double standards. And he says only holds white people... Oh, the double standard that only holds white people responsible for racist behavior.
6: Well, they were responsible for slavery.
1: <laughs> but they weren't
0: racist!
6: Uh, So I might be the a-hole. <laughs> okay. Alright. So, <laughs> Did
4: you come to a conclusion this whole time?
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the only conclusion I came to. Do you want to lay it out for me? Sure. As to why you might be an a-hole? Yeah, and I was actually... Uh,
4: mm-hmm. Oh, you can sing that, Brent right. Anico.
6: Well, I, I was going to ask you guys uh, this anyways, but uh, I so I have uh, uh, a gig that I just got uh, accepted to, and I'm supposed to be traveling... To uh, Canyon Lake, Texas, which is right next to San Antonio this weekend. Okay. And I was asking Buzz, so I'm a, I'm a performer, but I said, is it inappropriate for me to put myself in more danger by being around crowds, knowing that I live with my parents sometimes?
3: Well, what happened when you went to
6: that party? I didn't do that knowingly. <laughs> you were no, but what happened? Oh, I was. I mean, I was. You got banished to Buzz's house. I was consciously banned. Like I, I did it. You had to quarantine. I quarantined. Yeah, mm-hmm. but also, like, would it be inappropriate for me to, to like bring anything back to Buzz or something? But then I thought, but I used to be an EMT, and my job would always put me in that kind of danger. I was always around tuberculosis and other stuff.
3: Really, get a lot of tuberculosis calls when yeah. you're an EMT.
6: Uh, homeless people have a lot of tuberculosis. Yeah, yeah, uh, they do. I, I show up. T
3: B positive on my my uh, T right, B test. T B
1: test. Yeah. Uh, let me let me just
6: hey,
3: interject long well, no, so enough to, to say I got to tell you right now, you'll only be the a hole if you don't bring me back something from Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Uh, I'll bring you back Corona from
1: Bucky's. You, <laughs> that when you're talking about like essential frontline workers, you realize the difference between an EMT and a stand-up comedian, right? I, I
6: think I realize it. Yeah, right. uh, one of but, them is a
1: little more okay, essential than the other.
6: Sure. Okay, we, we went through that argument yesterday. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of them. One of them made your parents proud? Yeah, one of them. Well, not even. That not, That didn't even make them that bad. But so... it's oh such a backward step from medical school? One of them <laughs> is like a job where you're helping people, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other one is kind of... A, a, you're also helping people, I feel like, as a comic.
3: I think so. I, I think as a comic, you are helping people, it, but that, it's it, essential.
6: Well, but so, okay, so what about a cashier? A cashier at Albertsons put themselves in probably more danger than I would than Again, frontline worker. At the... <laughs> you think the cashier is more important frontline worker than a stand-up comedy? 100%. 1,000%. I can, yes. 1, I can, watch, really? yeah. I can watch stand-up
3: comedy on Netflix. I can't get my groceries from Netflix.
6: True, but like I don't think the, the, them putting themselves in that danger is any more...
4: But they go to work every day. You're going and
6: my, to work... Once, at, for a crowd... Thirty minutes, and I probably will be exposed less than oh, the cashier would be. What kind of place are we talking about
3: here? Yeah. Where, are you, where are you going? It's called Goofies. It's a, <laughs> is it really? It's is a it? cl- yeah.
6: it's a club called Goofies, <laughs> and it's in San Antonio. And uh, we
3: said it was, it was some it was a place outside of San. Antonio. Yeah, Canyon Lake. Canyon Lake. Canyon Lake. Lake. Look at the um,
6: occupancy. On, Bucky.
3: No Goofies. <laughs> oh, you he wants you to go to, go to okay. Bucky's. Okay, Come fine. Oh, the new Braunfels Bucky's is right there. Yeah.
4: So it looks like it's in Comal County. Okay, how's their with cases? With 2,057 confirmed cases, Ooh. 55 deaths. That's
6: actually a lot for okay. a
1: small county. So I say,
3: you well, should, that area is not
4: that
1: small, though. If, if somebody's going to pay you to go do comedy, people are going to show so
4: up. So wait, what was your question? So, about you oh, being so yeah,
6: an a-hole? would I be an a-hole to take the gig? Because I am getting paid. This oh. is technically my job. I am. Will
4: a- you be self-quarantining when you come back?
6: Yeah, that's a good question. I wouldn't want to. Because I
4: think you would be the a hole if you did not. Yeah, like we don't want you. But where is back he going to
3: quarantine?
2: Because he can't go to his parents' house. Can't go to Buzzes. Well, he's going to go to Buzzes.
3: So go to Buzzes and just stay upstairs. The, the air conditioning's out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is no. it really? It's, it's ninety
2: degrees
6: upstairs. It has been for a week. <sighs> yeah.
4: Oh no! So stay Thank in God that nobody one goes room next there. to the bathroom.
1: That's where that, Maddie's. I mean, that's oh. where. Uh,
4: <laughs> well, <I> was
2: gonna <laughs> like,
6: oh, oh
4: no!
2: <laughs> what is she doing?
1: She just puts up with it because that's where her computer is. Oh, okay. Yeah.
6: She <laughs> like, would rather man. she Priorities. would
1: rather be in a room that's ninety degrees than be without her computer. <laughs> tell her, tell,
6: tell everybody what she does to, to cope with the heat, the ninety degree heat in what her does room. She do?
1: She's got a fan pointed
6: right at, and her. she has ice packs she puts under her arms <laughs> that's and genius, legs.
2: Genius, actually. Um, that's what I do to my dog, actually.
6: So there's a lot more okay. th- there's a lot more to take into consideration than just me going up there by myself, right? So I, I probably would be an a-hole if I if I, can't, if I went and didn't quarantine, right? If I came back and didn't self-quarantine.
5: Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Again, where
1: okay. are you going to quarantine?
6: I'll find a, a home. I'm,
5: a- <laughs> quarantine
4: with, aren't you going with like other comedians? Yes. Quarantine with them. Yeah, you go. You guys have to quarantine together.
6: That's a good point.
4: Because you're all going together, you're going to have to come back together and quarantine.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm mm-hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So, what do you guys think? Would I be the a-hole if I went...
4: You'd have to take precautions.
6: Yeah. Do, yeah. Do you think that making people laugh is an important endeavor? Absolutely. <laughs> sure. Under,
1: but is it yeah. a, a frontline pandemic?
5: Do you or need to these, do we need it
4: now more than I need my milk. And
1: I think eggs. we need it now more than ever. I, it is less essential than almost any other job I can think of. And I'm not <laughs> knocking it.
6: Yes, you are. That's exactly no. what
1: you're doing. I mean, especially I don't want to knock goofies or anything. But
3: <laughs> by the way, when you get to Bucky's, uh, they have a great garlic beef jerky. That uh, wait, hold
4: the phone. Would be nice to pass Brandon, it over this You were way. supposed to bring me fudge from Did It goes Did you bad. Eat that?
3: Yeah, it gets all hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it doesn't. La- it doesn't last that long. But in a week, it get the yeah. fudge goes bad. Yeah. All right.
6: I will bring you I some mean, it's fudge. Fred.
3: So, yeah.
6: Although now you guys are making me think I'm now you're going to have
1: to pack the fudge before you bring it back. You realize,
6: right? Yeah, you have to pack it airtight so that um, yeah, that doesn't doesn't go bad. Yeah, yeah, pack. Yeah, I get what fudge
1: packing is. (laughs) All right, let's take a break. Quarantine,
0: Uh, Nico is the point. (laughs) All right, it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: All right, the uh, Emmy nominations came out yesterday. And I feel like we need to carve out a little extra time for our entertainment report. Hmm. I guess now on Netflix, you can be eligible for an Academy Award and also for an Emmy Award. So is it a television? Is it a movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, what is what is Netflix? I guess with the Academy Awards, network. they have to show life. in a movie theater... Somewhere for at least a week or two, two weeks. weeks or That's, for the, Oscar. That's right. for the Oscars. That's for the Oscars, right.
6: But for the Emmys, what are the requirements?
4: It's a show. It's a movie. Who knows?
6: It's on TV. Well, I know it was a you big... You watch
4: it on TV? Yeah, but like there was even a YouTube thing...
6: had a, a the Cobra Kai uh, TV that, show. I think that would probably be eligible. Really?
4: Because that will now be on Netflix.
1: Hmm. Well, I thought it was on YouTube Red. It was. It was. But now it's moving, moving to Netflix. Netflix. All right.
6: But that's what I mean. Would any of those streaming services
1: count? Quibi or, you know? Yeah, I think Quibi's nominated for something mm. this year. But Brown. we'll get Razzie. to that. Joanna Barbacoa has entertainment news, Hollywood uh, chit chat, and more. Good morning. Joanna.
4: Good morning. Sources say that Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune are set to resume production soon. In fact, that they'll be in the studio this week and next week. But there will be some changes to keep people safe. For Wheel of Fortune, the wheel has been redesigned to provide proper social distancing between contestants. And on Jeopardy, the stage has been tweaked a bit to allow for more space between the three contestant podiums. Of course, the contestants will also be at a safe distance from Alex Trebek.
1: I mean, don't you think that Vanna White is kind of the definition of a non-essential employee? She does not even (laughs) turn the numbers anymore. She just goes and
4: touches
1: touches Mm. the general area. she shouldn't be doing. (laughs) She's the
4: only one touching it, though. So I think it's fine. Only essential crew members will be there and they'll have personal protective equipment for everyone behind the scenes and the staff and contestants will be tested on a regular basis. I feel like maybe Alex Trebek doesn't need to be there in person, though because he's 80 and battling stage four pancreatic cancer. Mm -hmm. Couldn't they just put him on a big screen like Zordon in Power Rangers?
1: Yeah.
4: That would be cool. What is no? (laughs) (laughs) Kelly Ripa gave an emotional tribute to Regis Philbin on Monday, but if the reports are true, she won't be able to pay for her final respects personally. A source close to the family tells OK Magazine that she hasn't been invited to her former co-star's funeral. An insider explained that towards the end of their time on air together there was a lot of bad blood between Regis and Kelly and Ward has it that she was not pleased when Regis left in 2011. he even confirmed it in a 2017 interview with Larry Keene.
1: wait there was bad blood but then she was mad when he left
4: he was bad yeah when towards the end when he left there was bad blood
1: yeah but then you said that she was also mad when he, he dis- left uh, yeah. when he left Oh I thought the bad blood had been building up before he left. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Why
4: did you complicate this? (laughs) Anyway. Well, if
1: I I had bad blood with somebody and they decided to retire, I'd be good. I'd be happy about it, right? I
6: think Regis was supposedly mad that she made more than him at the end. Kind no. Of a, yes, Re- <laughs> he should be. No. No. Yes, Regis was a petty little man. Who replaced? No. I heard he was terrible. Who was it that replaced? Are you this from? Some friends.
5: <laughs>
3: Who replaced Regis? Um, the football player. Michael, Michael, Michael Strahan, Stray- and, then and then he, he, he over left. To Good well, Morning America, and Apparently now it's Ryan
4: Seacrest. There
3: was
1: a real personality conflict between Kelly and Michael Strahan. Oh, was, they he hated the, each other. was he the first yeah. really? replacement?
4: I think so. There
1: wasn't like a period where somebody else did it no, for No, a no, no. Because
2: remember they were they were trying out a bunch of people for like a, almost a year. And there were people that kept There's returning.
3: How could people the same age not get along? It's like I you can relate what to everything. After Strahan left. Um, and then they ended up landing on Seacrest.
4: I think they did it both times, let's remember. And Seacrest is kinda like, Hey, if you don't get along with me, you're not gonna get along with anybody here. <laughs> like Seacrest owns everything. Seacrest out. <laughs> Well, it remains to be seen if Ripa will show up to the services. Yeah, it led to him no, having, having that like,
3: weird stroke thing on the air a few weeks ago. Remember that?
4: Oh, yeah. His
3: face and got all droopy. it just
4: be exhaustion because that dude does a lot.
3: Yeah. I found exhaustion is Hollywood code for drugs. Yeah, that um. looked like they did do it twice. <laughs> so they went from live with Regis and Kelly uh-huh. to just live with Kelly. And, and then they moved in like- with Michael Strahan. And then after he left, they did the same thing. It we was just live with Kelly. And then it was it's now been uh live with Kelly and Ryan since twenty seventeen.
2: Yeah, it says that here at the first time they did it in twenty eleven, there were sixty different men and women who joined her at the co host desk while they were interviewing for the position. So they had a bunch of different people. Do they, do they have a list? Oh, yeah, Reggie real- Bush.
1: Oh my yeah. Russell Brand. Wait, did you say Reggie oh. Bush? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Reggie guy- Bush. Yeah. How is he more
6: unbelievable than Michael Strahan? Jesse Smollett.
2: Yeah, after Philbin's departure, the show was renamed Live with Kelly, various co-hosts, broadcasting, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, he was a big one, I remember. They really wanted him to take it because there were a few names they kept throwing out there over and over again, and Neil Patrick Harris was one of them. Um, Carson Kressley, uh, Jim Parsons, Nick Lachey. That was another one that really wanted the job, too. Uh, Jonah Hill, Joel McHale, Kat Dealy, Kristen Chenoweth. Andy Sandberg.
1: Wasn't Gelman a host for a for a few weeks? Who's Gelman? Gelman's their producer.
2: What's his name?
1: Michael Gelman. Uh,
2: I do not <laughs> see him. Well, I, I'm looking for Michael Michael <laughs> Buckley. <laughs> okay. Michael Buckley, Michael Catherwood, Martin Short. Holy crow. Yeah. Yeah, I do not Kelly. see him. Yeah. Mario Mario Lopez, that was the other one that they were really big on that was that wanted it, was Mario Lopez. Um yeah, the top three contenders uh, to replace Philbin at the time was Myers. Which one is Myers? Seth, Seth. Myers. No. Yes, Seth Myers. No. Seth uh, Myers. What?
1: He's going to leave his late night show. To no, him. this is a before. day show. Yeah. yeah, this would have.
3: been, oh, he before. Would have been in. twenty
1: eleven.
2: Yeah, um. Roban was that.
1: Groban. Groban. Josh Groban. Josh Groban. Josh Groban. Josh Groban. Josh Groban. Right. Groban? Yeah. Was,
2: well, because I'm looking Groban. at all the names. All right, yeah, yeah, Josh Groban. i got to be honest. I'm,
1: I've totally lost this interest a, in this. This is a real deep dive <laughs> into and the see And Michael Strahan.
5: Man.
2: Yeah, you see what you've yeah, yeah so between those, it was between those three the first time. And then um, single co-host.
6: Regis Philbin, what an a-hole.
2: Jimmy Kimmel oh, was her first guest host. The man is dead, Nico. got. I know, leave him alone. That wasn't my
6: fault. I've Wait never heard that. Minute. I've never heard that Regis was an a hole. Yeah,
2: I've heard nice things yeah. about him.
6: That he wouldn't like tip at oh, all. Real well, he was like real, <laughs> real bad tipping.
2: I don't know. Like, there's that restaurant in New York where they have a table that he would always sit at every week. Him and his wife, and they and have now taken
4: like they. And have- I think
6: he used to get that meal comped, and he would never tip the waiter.
1: This sounds like scurrilous rumor and innuendo to me.
4: I'm going to look mm-hmm. all this up because yeah. that sounds
6: awful. I am friends with a lot of comics who are waiters and waitresses at random places. <laughs> so wow, they're clearly successful. Well, I, I didn't say they were <laughs> successful comics. Uh, there' were a successful whole, waiters and waitresses.
2: <gasps> there's a whole website called meanstars.com and Regis is on there. Oh! Okay, yeah. wait. So here we go. This is from October 2013. Uh, this is nice. He said he's a really nice guy. People see him around town. Boom. Uh, when he goes to Notre Dame games. He went out of his way to approach my uncle and complimented on his tie. Seeing him walking down the street. He'll shake hands, talk to anybody around without a camera in sight. He really is grateful for his fans.
6: Well, Let's get a one star. All right. Review. He
2: actually, he has a 50-50. 50% mean, 50% nice.
1: So he's normal.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, this is in 2000. Only
1: Brandon would think if 50% of humanity think you're a jerk, that you're normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: okay. I'm totally I'm stop and think about it. You
3: might do something inadvertently. That doesn't make you a jerk. It just means it was either you made a mistake or somebody interpreted what you did wrong. Yeah, no, it's, it's whether okay. you care or in I inadvertently job. didn't tip.
2: Okay, this one. <laughs> well, that's
3: a little more obvious.
1: <laughs> this story is
2: called, Well, You Can't Have My Lemonade. All right. So it says when I was re- working, cleaning Regis Philbin's pool, he belittled me, yelled at me and acted like a douche the whole time. Oh. At one point, I- he asked me if I was thirsty and before I could answer, he yelled, well, you can't have my lemonade and sat down and watched <laughs> me work. <laughs> no lemonade for you. It says I've met a lot of celebrities, Derek Jeter, A-Rod, Bernie Williams, Harrison Ford. All of them are kind, personal and funny and I joined their company. And then there was Regis, who acted like okay. a douche. Right. I was 14 or 15 at the time. That
1: man died like three days ago, you guys.
2: I know, right? In hey, but go? now we're invested. I mean,
1: that's when it comes out.
4: <laughs> January
1: Can we move on from this <laughs> Kelly Rippa story, for God's sake?
4: Well, anyways. Finally. The nominees for this year's Primetime Emmy Awards are out, and HBO's Watchmen led the way with 26 nominations, which television. I feel vindicated. Yeah.
1: Very vindicated.
3: <laughs> really good. And I
2: love how he keeps telling us, have you guys watched The Boys? We told you to watch The Boys. We all watched it first, and then you watched it. He
3: asked Nico if he's seen Watchmen, and (laughs) they watched it together. together. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah, good point. Continue. (laughs) Continue with the
2: story.
4: The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel was next with 20 nominations, followed by Ozark with 18, Succession with 18, The Mandalorian with 15, S. Creek with 15, Saturday Night Live with 15. Hey, do you want us to say the real name? I cannot say it. And The Crown with 13. Netflix blew everyone out of the water with 160 nominations, which is a new record high for one network in a single year. The previous record was 137, which was set by HBO last year. HBO had the second most this year with only 107 nominations. NBC was a distant third with 47, followed by ABC with 36 and FX with 33. And nominated for six Emmys is the show that got everyone through the beginning of this pandemic, Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. The show has been nominated for Outstanding Documentary (laughs) Mm -hmm. or Nonfiction Series, Directing for a Documentary, Picture Editing for a Nonfiction Program, Music Composition, Sound Editing, and Sound Mixing. In the documentary category, Tiger Keen is up against PBS's American Masters, HBO's McMillian's, ESPN's The Last Dance, and Hillary, the Hulu series about Hillary Clinton.
3: Last Dance was good, man.
4: ABC will air the 72nd Primetime Emmy Awards live on September 20th with Jimmy Kimmel hosting.
1: If. Tiger King were to win Best Documentary, Can you imagine st- who would show up? Would it be somebody that we didn't even see on camera? It's would it be that guy, Rick, who was kind of like the first journalist who was doing the story about it? God, or
4: I hope Saf is there. Give yeah. her the Emmy. No, I like the other guy. What's his name?
3: The Joe. guy who? Joe Exotic. No. No.
4: <laughs> is it Cowrie? The one that went to go visit him, right? The one who kind of like stuck with him the whole time? M- Michael Cowrie, I think.
1: Is that his
6: boyfriend? The
4: one who
2: actually loved the animals and was really yeah, sad when
4: guy. they
1: was that the guy with no legs? But it had nothing to do with tigers. The reason that he had no legs. Oh my no, god! This that show sounds crazy. crazy. You didn't you see Tiger King? No, but the more things you keep saying about it, like you keep adding characters like with no legs. There's and... a lot of missing limbs, and one of the limbs is from an employee who got attacked by a tiger. Eric
4: Cowie. That's the one I like.
1: All right. Mm-kay.
4: With entertainment news, I'm I think Fox.
1: everybody's hoping that if it wins, that they let. I'll Joe Exotic whole, out of prison I'll long they enough. would need to have a reunion up there. Yeah. So you can only imagine <laughs> what that would be like if they were to win the Emmy.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: Coming up, I'm going to have the Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events on the way. We got that headed your way in just a few minutes. If you're looking for something to watch, Nico has been going on and on about Inside the World's Toughest Prisons on netflix and the fourth season is out it says the fourth season premiere but don't they release all the episodes at once or are they not doing that with all the shows on netflix anymore
6: it, uh it, does it say it's coming out through netflix
1: yeah it says the fourth season premiere of inside the world's toughest prisons on netflix where does it usually come out yeah
6: first? No, no that's where i've seen the other ones i didn't uh, know if it would start on uh, discovery or something
1: but it's it's pretty great there, there's some crazy prisons in the world is there any one region of the world that is like has the worst or the the, the prisons that you would least <laughs> like to end up in? Now, I think like the Middle East, but that's partially because of that movie Midnight Express. Uh, Papa, Papua New Guinea, actually. Uh, really? They got I
5: expected
6: that. They have a prison for for and most of them are like the aboriginals and they basically keep them starved so they don't riot. <laughs> it's like they don't have enough energy to riot. They don't have enough riot. energy to riot.
1: It's terrible. Aren't the Papua New Guineans, don't weren't they all cannibals, like, within the past hundred years? Wouldn't they just eat other prisoners? Or is that, a like, an un, unfair stereotype? Well, that's, that's the ultimate punishment. Yeah. <laughs> they
6: send you to the kitchen.
1: Good news for uh, short people, I guess. Okay. According to a new study, people who are over six foot tall are twice as likely to catch coronavirus... What? As shorter people, so if you're over six foot tall, they say your chances go up a hundred percent of I catching would the coronavirus.
2: More fresh air up there, yeah. That's That's right? Like you're kind
1: of a abo- in this in this rarefied strata, mm-hmm. kind of above all the germs of the shorter humans. Uh, the research said it's a sign coronavirus can build up and spread through the air, which is yet another reason to wear a mask.
2: Tall people.
1: Another reason to wear a mask, it makes it harder for surveillance cameras to trace you. So if that's a concern of yours, (laughs) it's showing that, well, that stands to reason because my new phone that I got like in January, you know, like right as the coronavirus was hitting, no longer has the thumb ID, Uh it's face ID. Well, guess what?
4: You're wearing a mask It doesn't know
1: how to deal with the mask. (laughs) Also, if you're wearing sunglasses. Also, if you're wearing reading glasses and you aren't in the in the original photo, it's like the it's the worst example of the iPhone taking something that was pretty good and making it way worse and charging more money for it.
2: Hey, I'm yeah, I'm with you. Everyone, they're like, oh, you finally got a new phone? What'd you get? I'm like, I got the SE just because it still has the button and yeah. because I refuse to do the thumb. I and didn't the face. You don't that. like no. the thumb? No, I don't really like that either. I like the button just.
1: Well, the thumb was real convenient, especially if you had to make a call while you were driving because you would reach over and you'd put your thumb, it would read your thumb, open the phone, then you could voice do it without ever looking at the phone. Yeah, but if I ever wanted to break into your phone, I would just need your thumb. Yeah, you're not the only one to have figured that out. (laughs)
5: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: But with the face recognition, by the way, there's no longer an option for the thumb code if you get the 14 or whatever the hell it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Here's what you got to do while you're driving: hold the phone up, try and get it to recognize your face, and if a cop's passing by, you look like you're on your phone. Not only on your phone, but with it in front of your face. Yeah, Yeah. so nice job, Apple. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, taking a look at our MoJo calendar, daily almanac of events. I think I can do this. Today is International Chicken Wing Day and Lasagna Day. Birthdays include actor Josh Radner, who played Ted on How I Met Your Mother. He's 46 today. Will Wheaton, who played Wesley Crusher on Star Trek Next Generation, is 48.
3: And it was also the kid from Stand By Me.
1: Yep. Rush legend and Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Getty Lee is 67. I'm getting some conflicting information. Something said that his birthday was yesterday, but... Everything else that I'm seeing says that Getty Lee's 67th birthday. Let
2: me check the Twitter
1: today. And uh, Tony Sirico, the actor who played Paulie Walnuts on The Sopranos, 78 today. NASA was created on this date in 1958, nine months after Russia launched the first satellite into orbit. And today is also International Tiger Day. Uh, Just coincidentally, on the same day that Tiger King got nominated for uh, a bunch of Emmy awards, so International Tiger Day is all about conservation of uh, tigers in the wild.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: Uh, Brandon, maybe you could help out earlier today. Somebody wanted to know, and I don't know if they were in El Paso or if they were some
2: Brandon, your voice has changed. I know. I'm sorry. I was eating that bread. That was so good.
1: That's pretty
4: Yo, I got flour everywhere. I know, I told Joanne, I'm like,
2: I'm going to switch the live stream over to you just so people think Joanne is doing cocaine behind you. Hmm.
1: Who, who's making the bread? Everybody these <laughs> days, I hear. Like, I hear that everybody's yeah. making homemade bread, but you keep bringing it in. I don't know <laughs> who it's coming from, but it's
5: really I got, good.
2: I got my bread plug. Uh, no, this guy, Adrian, he, does, uh, he goes to my workout classes, and so he makes bread, and he gives it to me like every week and it's delicious.
6: Does he give it to you or does he sell it to you?
2: Um, The first loaf was free. That was like, you know, like the taste. That's how they reel you in. Yeah, that's how he reeled me in. He gave me a taste.
1: Just like a crack dealer. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) And then now it's like, yeah, he paid like five bucks for a loaf, but man, that is
6: good. And then the prices are going to slowly go up over time. That's what the they, they do, too. Oh, he
2: already won, because I, I gave him, I like venmo him like 15 bucks, and I was like, yo, this is for, three. yeah, I was like, this is for future bread orders. He's like, weekly? I was like, exactly. This is my pr- subscription to bread service.
1: We got, if people, uh, oh, so what somebody wanted to know earlier, Brandon, before no. I forget, was where they can get the app, and I wasn't sure if it was somebody that listens to us on KLAQ or if they listen to us on one of the, one of the affiliate stations, but... Could we just tell everybody to get the KLAQ mobile app?
3: Yeah, now I that guess. we're on specifically on KLAQ, I would say go ahead and download the KLAQ mobile app. You can get it through your iPhone or for your Android, either one. This may sound like a stupid question,
1: especially, consi- you know, you would think that I would know this, but I'll tell you I don't. Has anybody ever talked about The Morning Show having its own app? We have. You have.
3: Mm-hmm. Have I? Yes. yes. See, I knew I was sound there. stupid. And what was the resolution of that you were conversation? were Promptly shot down because they want to push the stations' apps, and they don't want to create anything that would potentially take away from that.
1: Uh, Cause cause but, th- but they are aware that our show is on multiple stations, and yeah. that there might actually it might make sense in a way. No, they didn't. Uh, no, just that. promote the just promote each station's app. Oh, are we also on each station's app?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what the hell the other stations' apps are called. He
2: doesn't even know what an app is right now.
3: Not Rock a- 108 and ninety six five. The Rock. It's the name of the station. Oh, okay. It's the same thing. It's, it's, so essentially, what it is, it's an app for your phone. Oh, that, that just seems you- so
1: complicated to like say it and, and repeat all three of them. Wouldn't it wouldn't be just easier to say the
3: stations like you used to do that all the time. Yeah, and I quit because it-, it was a pain in the ass. All right. Well, then maybe we'll just send that up the, the corporate ladder. And then they come down and say, you know what? We're just going to take you off all the stations. How's that sound?
6: Technically, your website
3: is like an app. Those guys. Seriously. <laughs> like corporate. Okay. Well, that's what all it, right. I mean, that's that's kind of, it's it's designed so that it's an easier access for everything on if you want to choose KLAQ. Rather than having to go to K-L-A-Q. <laughs> KLAQ.com on your phone, you open up the app and everything is right there.
2: I was sure. like, easier for who?
3: But it would be easier if, instead, Everybody if I just said, oh, you can get the Buzz Adams app. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, send an email. See how, see how far that goes. Yeah. Up. Uh, the
1: president of Belarus, who denied that coronavirus was a real threat mm-hmm. and said that drinking vodka would prevent you from getting coronavirus. Mm-hmm. That's a man right there. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. What did he get?
2: Corona. Yeah, he got coronavirus.
6: <laughs> Although you could make like a
1: hand sanitizer out of the vodka. Yeah. But ingesting it. Ingesting no Would kills. not would not kill the coronavirus once it was inside Yet. you, right? Yeah, comrade. Do we know of anything that you could ingest that would kill the coronavirus? Like boring hope, bleach, Beach. love, hope. Oh. I guess if you ingested enough bleach, it would cure it would technically cure everything. Yeah. Eventually.
2: Like your life. <laughs> Don't need that no mo.
1: Um uh, here's the telephone number. Let me give this out. You can give us a call, Toll Free Studio Line, 844-305-6210. That's eight four four-three zero five six two ten. We talked about uh, sports in the last break. We talked about Major League Baseball. Did you know that more than half of fans of Major League Baseball say that they think it would be best just to shut the season down?
2: I mean, because there's going to be a lot of problems. This is going to keep happening. And um,
1: In a poll yeah. of 1,000 baseball fans, 56% said they should probably just shut down the season. I think they'll be all right. I'm just telling you what a survey of fans said. A third said they should they should not shut down the season season but there was 9% that
3: weren't sure. I mean according to Major League Baseball the Marlins are the only team that has had positive cases since last Friday. See, like they've tested the Phillies yeah, how, and they that played That the sounds Phillies a little suspicious weekend. to me. And like <laughs> nobody
1: else got it.
6: Yeah. Yeah, how tenable is that in the future? How is, how are they going to make sure that nobody
3: gets? See, in this the is future? why it was I I thought one of the better bets for Major League Baseball, and they're already they're kind of doing this because you have essentially all the teams on the East Coast playing all the teams from there, Central all the teams from there, West all the teams from there. So they're kind of keeping them in the same regions. I can understand maybe not having the replayability and a lot of the equipment that's necessary, but you're not playing in front of fans anyway. Why not have these teams playing? And this is one of the original thoughts that they had for Major League Baseball. Split it into the two leagues, the Grapefruit League and the Cactus League, the two that are their spring training. The teams stay in there. They stay in Arizona. They stay in Florida. You play the teams that are uh, in the Grapefruit League. You play the teams that are in the Cactus League, and then you go from there. And then it's at least a little more centralized to one location, kind of like what the NBA is doing with the bubble in Orlando or what the NHL is doing with their two cities up in Canada.
1: For what it's worth, this is a rumor, and I don't know that it is anything more than a rumor, but the rumor says that the Marlins players all went out and partied and uh, enjoyed the nightlife in Atlanta Well, before they, they came down with the thing.
2: They are based out of Florida, so are you really that surprised? They're like, yeah. let's go! rager
1: um you know i think these baseball players are not all that i mean other than more money and fame and stuff but other people in their age group you know you just don't feel like it's going to affect you and you know you want to go out and get your party on so i wouldn't be surprised uh the rumor is that the marlins outbreak may have been caused because some of the players went out partying in atlanta just before the season began so i guess last week Uh, there is nothing official on that however and since we're talking about uh, studies and a study found there are six different symptom groups when it comes to COVID-19 so it looked at all the symptoms people have and kind of tried to group them one of the groups could be asymptomatic because we've heard that that's a thing so But the other groups they fell into, okay, so group number one, if they have COVID-19, feels like the flu, but no fever. Other possible symptoms in group one could include headaches, loss of smell, muscle pains, cough, sore throat, and chest pain. Group number two is like the flu, but with a fever, plus loss of appetite, hoarseness, headaches, loss of smell, cough, and a sore throat. Uh, Group three, gastrointestinal issues. Group four is severe level one. And in that one, people who fall in that category have fatigue, like major fatigue as a big symptom. I guess I've heard some of the people talking about that.
5: Hmm.
1: You know, some of the people who'd gotten it saying, I was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't get out of bed. I just didn't have the energy to do anything.
2: Yeah. That's a, that's the major one, and that's the one that lingers the longest. Sounds from awful, yeah. Everyone said that it's that's the one that they just couldn't shake until like weeks later. Well,
1: there's a worse one because we haven't gotten to severe level three, but severe level two is a feeling of confusion, plus headaches, loss of smell, loss of appetite, cough, fever, hoarseness, or that just everything. <laughs> but then severe level three is everything in level two mm-hmm. plus. Abdominal pain, breathing issues, and diarrhea. Nice. Like Buzz. Uh, diarrhea. Nico is here. Nico's stand-up. Uh, Nico Jimmy is a stand-up comedian. You can find him on social media <laughs> at Nico Adjective, and he tweets at Nico's Fake News. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying that because right. he was listening to a podcast uh, yesterday, and they every time they introduce a guest, they, they give out that stuff. And he's like, You should start doing that for me. I'm I like, was joking, and then he's uh, like, Give me a post-it note. Hey,
3: be happy you remembered it all. I know. Yeah. you remember our website. you, Buzz. Yeah. I'd like to <laughs> Why get. Why don't we have an app? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we
1: should have an app. That's a good idea. I never thought of that. That's a good idea. <laughs> I wanted to ask your opinion based on your medical training, yep. uh, which you're, you're at EMT, former EMT, worked at Life Ambulance here in uh, in El Paso. Shout out to uh, Medic One. What do you Puba. make of this video of these doctors? <laughs> and I, I'm I'm going to put it partially in parentheses because I was trying to check out like, are these legitimate doctors? But it's the video
3: where. Did they have a coat on? You mean quotes, not parentheses, quotes, like doctors. Yeah, quotes, like quoting marks. Doctors.
1: Um, And some of them did turn out to be doctors, but they were all wearing matching coats. They don't work at the same place.
3: Dude, Dr. Nick Riviera was technically a doctor in The Simpsons,
1: all right? The video got taken down, but some of the doctors were saying, you don't need a mask. Masks are not good. Some of them were saying the whole thing's a hoax. They didn't have a unified message other than um, they disagree
6: with With what mainstream... Mainstream scientists say, which they're they're not
1: epidemiologists. Are any... Because that's the first thing I looked at is like, first of all, are these doctors? Well, one of them was an ophthalmologist and i'm not knocking them opth- i would go to an ophthalmologist if i if that's the kind of specialist i wouldn't yeah because they can
3: see the truth man
1: i wouldn't <laughs> rely on an eye doctor though to be the definitive word on on epidemiology or immunology another one of them was a a psychiatrist mm. which again i I'm not knocking psychiatrists, but that's not really their field. But then I looked into it. Like, the one lady that everybody's talking about was the lady from Cameroon because she was very animated and memorable, and that's the one that uh, Trump was tweeting about yesterday. But she is actually, I guess, got a medical degree that is licensed sure. in Texas and sees patients, but she also runs a church out of the same office office that her clinic is in and some of her other things she believes in is that are that you could get certain STDs by having sex with demons in your dreams and the president was asked about that yesterday at his press conference eventually that's what led him to get fed up and leave because this reporter from CNN was asking him you know this doctor says that you get STDs from demons and he didn't like that line of questioning.
3: No, you get different prostitutes that you buy.
1: She responded to Facebook taking down her stuff and Twitter, by the way. Oh, I think she said, Jesus is going to smite you or something. Yeah. Right? Dude, they're exactly. taking down right. stuff
3: over on the conspiracy subreddit, I'll tell you that. What the hell? Yeah, why, though, did you think she was
1: impressive? I mean, enough that you tweeted it out. Well, and he
6: said he, she, he knows nothing about her in the sentence right after that. He said, I thought she was very impressive. I know nothing about her.
1: Okay, I, w- I would not go to a doctor because they were religious. Say they, you know, they were a religious person. I don't think but if I found out they thought you could get STDs from from demons in your dreams, you know, that might actually make me not go to the doctor. You know,
6: it's not just the STDs. It's like she, she said in one of her, her sermons. Like dryness, that, that, vaginal dryness. That, and No, women will turn into uh, demons after having sex with a man. They'll steal their semen.
1: No, I thought the thing was she was. I, I went to, like the the website that she has, and she says you have a a spirit husband, which is actually a demon that a lot of women have sex with while they're asleep, and that that can cause. I don't know en- uh, endometriosis and all these other conditions. So this is Dr. Stella Emanuel. She's originally from Cameroon. I mean. Just based on her biography, you think, oh, that's a really inspiring story. Somebody came from Cameroon, became a doctor. Sure. But she's also running a church out of her clinic, and she's one of the ones you find. How do you explain people who actually have licenses to practice some kind of medicine? Well, she probably has a license. No, no, but how do you explain somebody like that going against the overwhelming opinion in medical science? Um, and why would somebody believe these 10 or 12 doctors and ignore literally thousands of doctors sure. who are the actual experts in their field. So I?
6: when me- most people go to medical school, medical school now teaches uh, things based on evidence-based medicine. That means we have studies to prove it, and that's what we're going to use to do stuff.
1: Well, it's been that way for a long time.
6: Um, evidence-based medicine, maybe in the past 100 years, yeah, okay. that they've been teaching it like that. But uh, that doesn't mean that there's going to be not going to be a minority of people who believe other things at the same time. You could probably you can- find an actual exactly.
1: MD who's an anti-vaxxer. Absolutely. You, well, in fact, the guy who started it was an M.D., but absolutely. he was doing it as part of an insurance scam. Yeah, absolutely.
6: So all all, just because they're doctors doesn't mean that they don't have their own personal views. It just means that they went to school, they, they passed enough tests, to, they, got they the learned grade. enough material, they didn't have to believe in the material, but they went through it, and now they have the, the, you know, the license. Uh,
1: before he got fed up, though, the reporter tried to ask the president again what, what it was he was so impressed by this uh, Dr. Stella Emanuel about.
6: Did you get that? I thought her voice was an important voice, but I know nothing about her.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: So <laughs> yeah, this sounds a lot more like feelings than than rational thought on the part of the president. And I see the the alt right people posting, you know, pure feelings, and feelings don't equal fact. And it's like a lot of what he says just sounds real touchy feely. It doesn't sound like he bases anything on science. Anything on science? It's just I had a good feeling. I felt she was important. What was the thing about? It's Cameroon, and that's one of the countries that you called it whole. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, so Bilbo says uh, the,
6: the unified message was that COVID is treatable slash preventable with these medications. Um, and I just want to say that that is absolutely wrong. Uh, it is absolutely wrong. <laughs> that was wrong. the message
1: from these doctors. Doctors, I, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is, are they bad at being doctors? Are they on the take? Are they doing this for some other reason, or do they legitimately believe uh, what they're uh, well, saying? I don't
6: know why they're, they're they're everybody's so in for hydroxychloroquine when and I have the FDA's warning right here. Right, F- the FDA uh, July first had an update. The Food and Drug Administration says that the use of hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine for COVID-19 outside of the hospital setting or clinical trial should not be done.
1: Bilbo also says these are legitimate doctors. Yeah, but a psychiatrist probably doesn't have any more specialized insight into immunology than Bilbo does. Uh, well, other than or, the than other I than I
6: fact do. that we we mostly assume, I think all of us would say that we trust our doctors. We trust our doctors to be science. Scientists. If I found out my
1: doctor thought you could get an STD from a demon. I would, I would cease to trust that doctor. Sure. Then, then you I mean, I would actually answer. have some questions about. God, does she need to go in front of a board or something to see if she, you know, if what she's doing is in the public interest? I mean, uh, she could be demon you know, semen.
6: <laughs> <laughs> she could be brought up for license you know, issues. Yeah.
1: So it sounds like what Bill's saying. Bill is mostly a troll, but uh, he's saying that. All these doctors had this unified message. Well, if that's convincing, why is it convincing that 10 or a dozen are saying it to you, Bill, but not that thousands and thousands of actual specialists uh, wait, in the field? And now, and now uh, Bill is saying
6: that it's specifically the hydroxychloroquine with the zinc and the, the Z-Pak. And yes, uh, you may be saying that, but the FDA has still uh, cautioned against even using that. So...
1: Uh, the president also took... God, wouldn't it be just a lot easier if he wasn't in an office and you wouldn't have to defend this stuff every day? Because you never know what it's going to be. And guys like Bill have to get out and defend it. And all of Trump's enablers, you know, in Senate and Congress. Wouldn't it just be a big relief if they didn't have to go out every day and defend the outrage du jour? Yeah. Uh so uh, Trump had posted a lot of stuff of people down talking. Anthony Fauci, Doctor Fauci, said that he has round the clock security because he's received numerous uh, threats, and you can presume most of those are fans of the president. Uh, Fauci uh, was asked about the president's tweets, and Fauci said, "I go along with the FDA." Seems like a reasonable position. You go along with the Food and Drug Administration. You know, it's the thing that technically Trump leads. Yeah, you know, I guess.
6: Technically, he's in charge of administering, but yeah.
1: Um, What's the danger of taking hydroxychloroquine? So it's been shown uh, to Because ha- that's another thing they, these doctors said, uh, many of them repeated that it's like totally harmless and it's effective. It's so. not
6: totally harmless. And the only reason they're saying that is it's been approved for malaria patients, people with
1: lupus and rheumatoid arthritis for years, but uh, it still has... Like what would happen if I just started to... Say I bought into all this stuff. Say I... You know, well, the president likes it, and I like the president, so I'm going to take this stuff. What would happen to me? What could happen to me? Well, maybe
6: nothing, but one of the side effect profiles is that it causes uh, heart dysrhythmias, and it can affect uh, people who um, um, have like atrial fibrillation or some other type of heart, you know, uh, heart condition. So there there are a lot of side effects to it, and it's not completely safe.
1: Okay, and uh, you probably can't get an STD from a demon in your sleep I probably
0: say, we don't I have a say lot that. of yeah, well,
1: science-based evidence We're still still looking for right
0: it's the buzz adams morning show podcast
1: we got a call we welcome uh phone calls from everybody if you've uh, got the nerve to call in i you know have a at least a modicum of respect for you No, regardless of what your opinion is if if you're willing to step into the lion's den I don't know if that's the case here, but Sean is on line. Hi, Sean. How you doing, Buzz? Good. What's up?
8: Yeah, I was listening to you and a gentleman talk about the side effects of hydrochloroquine, and, you know, let's put this one woman out. She's got some questionable things in her. And
1: the one woman who was with the other doctors saying that it's a good treatment.
8: Yeah, and aside from her, there's been other doctors, uh, I recall hearing one in Dallas, that they've treated quite a few patients with the hydrochloroquine. And yeah, they does have side effects, but don't the other medicines that you see on commercials on TV all the time that are approved by the FDA also have a dozen or so uh, side effects that could be caused by taking that medication?
1: I think Sean's got a good point. They <laughs> yeah. they all have a lot of different uh, side effects, right? Yeah, but the
6: only problem is that nobody has studied the side effects of using this medication in COVID patients yet. So and a, the,
1: the, the, Hydroxychloroquine is FDA approved for malaria. Exactly.
6: And, and every drug goes through a very strict, stringent testing process. And it's usually called double blind, which means the researchers don't know who they're giving what to and the people who are receiving the pills don't know. And you need all of this information to understand whether it's the drug that's making people uh, different or feel better or have side effects or if it's some other thing that they're taking. And especially in this combination of uh, a Z pack, zinc, and uh, the hydroxychloroquine, they're not individually studying which uh, each one. So it's it's very hard to, to predict, and that's why you're hearing so many different doctors say that they have anecdotal evidence with it, like they've been treating some people. But oh, it, we gave
1: somebody, and they got better, but there's no clinical proof that it was because exactly. of the treatment. Yeah, Sean, is that is that a good explanation?
8: Well, kind of, sort of, but again, it is FDA proven. It
6: has been been used uh, only for malaria, though. It hasn't been, it has not been specifically tested or proven in people. with Well, and they corona. investigated.
1: They did look into it, probably at the president's urging, and the FDA came back and said, "No, we can't see that it helps." No, actually, that.
6: the the World Health Organization just uh, discontinued what their solidarity trials, and it's a, a global, international study on hydroxychloroquine that they they. Terminated halfway through because they saw too many side oh. effects.
8: Okay, so so would it would it be possible? Should they be testing this to to see for it, side effects? Or are they totally discounting it and saying it's not a solution? Well, but with the lupus, I believe, lupus was the other was the other disease that
5: mm-hmm. is
8: being used for. So they've got they've got decades of research behind that.
5: Mm-hmm. And if
8: somebody had, say, a, a, a fib like you said, then those people. Are a small percentage, and that they shouldn't take it. But there's a majority of people. It could be a viable.
1: I guess what 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 my question, Sean, was: What would the motivation for the FDA and uh, you know all these researchers to to tank something if it did have you know a possible application? Like, what would what why would so many of the real experts and researchers in the field not take it seriously?
8: That's the million dollar question. I mean, I don't know. And I,
1: have no idea. I, I think for every doctor, you can find like the, like the demon STD lady that said, and you, you fairly said, okay, you don't count her. Uh, did you notice in that, if you watch that video, when she's talking, you can tell the other organizers and the other doctors around her are trying to get her away from the microphone. They realize it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, we really, we really picked out a loony to come up here with us. It seems like, but, um,
6: I mean, I don't disagree that people should use whatever medicine is available in an emergency, and that's why the FDA notice says that it's still it still can be used in an absolute emergency. But I don't think you should just go to your doctor and start asking for it. You know, what I mean, I don't think the president of the United States should just start claiming everybody should start taking it. Or
3: he took it.
1: Yeah, he was on it. I, and I, I think it, Sean, do you agree that it would be irresponsible for a, a non medical expert like the president to to push something that goes against the, the overwhelming majority of, of actual experts?
8: Yeah, I think if it's not a proven science, it uses it as a prophylactic is, is irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, like he said, if it is a situation, and again, the lady in Dallas, I believe, uses it on people that were in a dire need, and it mm-hmm. cured them.
5: Yeah,
6: sure. So it
8: wouldn't be a like a vaccine or a, a precursor, but it would be a remedy.
6: It's a therapeutic a yeah. remedy.
1: Yeah. All right. All right, Sean. Thanks for the call. Thank you, sir. All right. Appreciate it. We'll see you.
6: Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think if people really are in need and, and, and this is something that, you know, it's a Hail Mary for for a lot of people. And if you throw a Hail Mary and it it, get, it gets caught, then that's a good thing, right?
3: Yeah, if your team catches
6: it. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know the sports analogies.
1: I do. Yeah.
5: yeah. It's a Hail
1: Mary. Do you know who the first player uh, or the. I, shoot, shoot, I gave it away. The first person to use the term Hail Mary to refer to a pass was, Steve.
7: Uh, you're talking about a player or a broadcaster?
1: It's a player. Uh, it was a player who used it first.
7: Hmm. I would think that could be Don Meredith, could be Fran Tarkington. Um, Very close up. with Don Meredith. It was a Cowboys quarterback.
5: Hmm.
1: It was a Roger Staubach. It was Roger Staubach after a game where okay. he heaved one down at the goal line and his receiver, you know, Drew Pearson or whoever it was, I don't, you know, whoever it was, brought it in. They were interviewing Staubach after the game. When I was a little, little kid, Roger Staubach was my favorite, not just football player, but human being.
5: <laughs> Roger Staubach.
1: And he uh, said, you know, it was kind of like a Hail Mary. That is, you just throw it up there and pray something good's going to happen. So Roger Staubach was the first guy to ever refer to to that kind of play as a Hail Mary.
3: Mm, yes and no. I mean, he did, but there's, there were references before that.
6: TJ in the chat says Doug Flutie made it famous.
1: But Roger uh, he Staubach, definitely had a famous yeah, one. That was a very famous Hail Mary. Remember the band was on the field and they were getting knocked down by all the players? No, the players? that was,
3: you're thinking of Stanford-Cal. Um, wait, 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 Those man. are two different games. The Stanford-Cal game was the one when the band was on the field and the play was still Who going on. Who was the quarterback in that over. One? That I don't remember. But the Doug Flutie one was the, I believe, Boston College-Miami um, game. And he hurled the Hail Mary that beat Miami when uh, Miami was a juggernaut. What was the
1: one, the famous one, Steve? Where all the band was out and and the- Stanford. That was the Stanford. And was that even a long pass game. or
7: was that like a flea flicker? No, play? that was a kickoff return. It Was a kickoff oh. return. Okay. Let's play of the game, and then you hear this. You hear the announcer going, and the band's on the field, and he's going nuts while the guys going into the end zone. That was terrific, that Brandon. Was
1: I read return. the thing that little factoid about Roger Staubach and the Hail Mary. I read it like two days ago, so my reference is very fresh.
3: So is mine. Oh, okay. I'm reading it right now. What does it say? Uh, it says, I mean, th- referencing uh, the Hail Mary in regards to a play goes all the way back to 1922 in a game between Notre Dame and Georgia Tech when the fighting Irish players were saying Hail Mary prayers before scoring the touchdowns.
1: And, and what team was that? Notre Dame? Notre Dame. Was it under Newt Rockney? Mm, was George the Gip, Gipper on the team at the time? No idea. The Gipper, isn't that Ronald Reagan? He played this. God, now I'm afraid to say anything because I'm gonna screw it. I'm not going to get
3: it right. Well, I mean, you, you were, you were half right me. with the Staubach thing. It was. I mean, he did reference it. He and said it on one TV. Of the more famous ones, yeah. But you had like there was one here that dates back to 1935 where. Um, Why didn't they call it an Our Father? <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: uh, Why Hail Mary? Why not an Our Father? Because they were saying Hail Mary prayers, I guess. Oh, okay. All right. All right, And there's another, one. I guess, the same teams keep popping up here between Ohio State and Notre Dame. Um, they, afterward, they they call to play a Hail Mary play. Oh,
6: okay. From what I'm getting at this is that Notre Dame was a good
1: football school.
3: hmm Yeah. Especially when they had Lou Holtz as their coach.
1: Oh, God. Have you ever heard Duke's impersonation of Lou Holtz? Yeah, it's good. They'd sell 100% on the money. It is Steve. I, they uh, did a survey of a thousand baseball fans, and over half of them said they think it would probably be for the best if you just didn't have the season this this season. Uh, and I know a thousand isn't necessarily the best sample size, but what are you? What are you? What feeling are you getting from doing sports talk? Like most of the people that call in are feeling optimistic but that they they're going to be able to pull so this here's together. The deal.
7: I think I mean, even the fans who say, say they should they
1: should throw in the towel, yeah, they're baseball fans. I'm sure they'd want uh, baseball.
7: Does, does it bother you? Let me ask it, you this. Yeah. If baseball's having this much trouble, right, and they're four days in, or if now they're What like, chance is football going to have? That's my question. Exactly. Yeah. That's 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 what I was trying to bring up, is that if baseball... Baseball isn't is, even a contact really, sport. It's <laughs> basketball- a socially distant sport. Now, Basketball is more did you of watch a. Watch what happened with the Astros and the Dodgers. Did you see that?
5: Yeah.
3: No. What happened?
1: Did well, I hear that? didn't watch because
3: no. we knew it was a matter of time before oh, somebody I... started throwing at the Astros players.
1: I remember there was bets on the who was going to be the first one? Yeah. The
7: benches, the benches cleared didn't, during a during a pandemic.
1: Then at the last minute, before they got within six feet of each other, they all go, guys, 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 come on, pandemic.
7: Oh no, no, no. They were first off a lot of the guys were not wearing masks when they were going out. Now there were no fights, there were no thro- fists being thrown, but uh the benches were there were it was heated because um a Dodgers pitcher, Joe Kelly, um he threw at two Astros. Threw behind yesterday. one of them, didn't he? Because of the whole remember, what's that?
1: The whole beating on the trash can thing, right?
7: Yeah. Stealing Yes, time. exactly.
1: When are the Astros yeah. gonna start throwing back <laughs> at the other mm. at the other teams?
7: Could be tonight. Could be tonight. We'll see. I mean, that's why I'm I'm really interested to see how long this lasts before the Astros I'll tell you, start. You to know retallier. what? That's the
1: idea of a fight happening out there and they're not social distancing, that doesn't really register much on my radar because they're all in the dugout, you know, together. They're they're probably more likely to spread if any of them's got COVID nineteen. They're probably a lot more likely to spread it in the locker room or the dugout, right? Than they would be out fighting each other.
7: During a fight? I guess. I'd say during a fight know. is I mean, probably more. He'd get a big
1: old scrum out there. Yeah, you've been in a dugout before. Yeah, Everybody's spitting sunflower seeds. All all over the place. Yeah, I'm Oh, you're not allowed
7: this year? No. No spitting this year. No spitting. Remember, uh, pitchers can't even spit. Pitchers can't even lick their fingers. They have to use a wet rag in the back of their pocket. In a poll of
1: 1,000 baseball fans, 56% said they should just shut down the season. And uh, 35% say they shouldn't. Was this right after the Marlins incident? It says it's a new poll, so it's been since the Marlins incident. Okay. uh, Within the past couple of days, so since the Marlins uh, incident. But I guess Brandon's big story was that Major League Baseball says they haven't got any more cases of COVID-19 than any of the other
7: teams in Major League Baseball. Including the Phillies, who played the Marlins this past weekend with the big breakout. And no Phillies players have tested positive. And they were around them all weekend. There's a rumor that, that the Marlins
1: up. outbreak may have been caused by a few players who went out to party in Atlanta right before the season began. That is just a rumor. There's nothing official on that,
0: though. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: How right, are we Just a few more moments to wrap up today's show. The Emmy Award nominations came out. It was done remotely, and there was like a really odd moment between Leslie Jones, who was reading the announcements, and one of the nominees, Laverne Cox. And I don't know if it was awkward because they weren't in the same room, but... Uh, I I don't know. It's like Leslie Jones is trying to tell Laverne she was nominated. And it was really, really awkward. Now I'm confused as to whether or not Laverne Cox is actually nominated or not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a little bit, one, yeah, it was the delay. But then two, probably she didn't believe it at first.
6: She's like, wait, what? Uh, Leslie Jones did not help in the way she did. Yeah, Leslie
1: Jones kind of hacked it up there a little bit. But as I'm looking through some of the nominations, I feel very vindicated because a show that I watched, recommended, and then after I recommended it, a lot of people said, oh, I checked it out, I didn't really get into it. It was has the most nominations with 26. Watchmen on HBO.
6: Watch it. Did
1: watch- you watch Watchmen?
6: <laughs> I watched it with you, oh. man. And do, what do you think is the most, like the deepest part about it like why why is it so impactful
1: it's just like a really different way to look at like race, race relations, relations. Yeah, i think the it's w- totally about race relations and looked at it through you know in this very different lens you know a way very of looking at it through a, through a fictional comic superhero universe also jeremy irons plays Ozamandius, which is just you know he's great and amazing and I don't know. I was like, am I wrong about this? But I feel completely vindicated because Watchmen got 26 nominations. Netflix uh, was the network that got the most nominations. By far, they got 160 nominations. HBO got the second most with 107, so not even close. Tiger King is nominated for multiple Emmys. Mostly in, like, music or technical uh, categories. And the uh, 72nd Primetime Emmy Awards are going to air live September 20th with Jimmy Kimmel as the host. So just going down some highlights, I'm not going to go through, like, all the nominees because there's so freaking many of them. You know, because it's like all everything that people get nominated for Oscars for but broken down into genres. Uh, Under Outstanding Drama Series, The Mandalorian, Disney Plus, got a nomination. I don't think The Mandalorian's going to win, but it's nice to see that it's nominated. Outstanding Comedy Series. What We Do in the Shadows on FX, which is another one that I've really been tooting their horn a while saying that that's a really good show Guillermo Guillermo In guy
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've uh I gotta watch Succession does anybody watch Succession on HBO
2: no I heard it's good though
1: but. I've heard it so many times that so many people say that it's good and the Brian Cox and the other actors are great it's like uh what was it a couple of years ago that won so many awards I was like all right I'm going to watch it Ballers on no, HBO Fleabag Oh yeah mm-hmm. So I finally watched Fleabag just because every you know it won so many awards and everybody said it was great mm-hmm. I didn't get it you don't like it? well I didn't get it I gave it a good fair shot
2: Um That's all you really can. What's that? That's all you really can do is give it a shot. And you're like, oh, you know, it's either for you or it's not.
5: Yeah.
1: Uh, Giancarlo Esposito is nominated for Supporting Actor in Better Call Saul, so he plays the same character that he played in Breaking Bad, Gus Fring. And let me see. Do you know who Bradley Whitford is? Yeah, he was in West Wing. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really good actor. Josh. He's nominated for Handmaid's Tale. I kinda lost interest. I was really into Handmaid's Tale and then the second season and then the third season, it's it did that thing where I feel like they're just stretching it out.
2: I liked it. Because
1: it went longer than the it went past where the book ended. Right. Right? Yeah, it did. And, it, the, the book
2: it, ended where for season one ended.
1: that could have been a bad sign, but the the season that extended after the book ended was also good. Mm-hmm. But then in the third season, I don't know. I just got to that thing where it's like, all right, they're kind of spinning their wheel. It seems like they're spinning their wheels.
2: I liked it. Like I, I did like the third season. However, the way that it ended, it ended because they're gonna continue on. I was like, come on, dude. She could have she could have left. She could have just left
1: by this point. Oh, oh! when she had the chance to get out, but she chose not to get out? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? And yeah, and she decided
2: to stay in there longer to fight. And I'm like, dude, everyone knows who you are now. I, I yeah. mean, What are you doing? The only
1: reason that Alfred stayed was to make the series go further and get more money and more awards, probably. I, I All I know is watching it made me not want to have kids.
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Let me see if there's anything else that should really jump out at you. Uh, you like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Yeah, you had on one of the writers. Uh, he he came by the club like
6: last year, the year, year before that. I
1: I need to give it more of a shot. Like I, I think I might have put on the first episode, and I just like, oh, my great. mind wandered off. But
6: she's really funny. Alex it's a, Alex it's Borstein a, plays her manager. Um, you know who that is, right? Uh, the the lady that from does Portlandia. Uh, that does Lois uh, Griffin's oh, voice. is that not, is
1: that not the lady from Portlandia? No, it is,
6: okay. not, it
3: is not. No, um, the lady from Portlandia is in Sleater Kinney. Mm-hmm. What's that? It's a band. Sleater Kinney. Sleater Kinney is band. a band. Yeah.
1: Do we play them? No. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's about all I have today, Steve. I don't know if you stuck around for that.
7: <laughs> yeah, that was riveting. I really exciting to hear that. Stuff. Yeah. No, I should have stuck. I should have stuck with your segment. You're right. You give me all these like. new shows to watch. That's good. You know, normally when I try to watch shows that are on the networks, they get cancelled after one season. I feel like every time I get excited about any show that either involves time travel or something cool Like give me it an example of a time travel one show that
1: got that that you didn't uh, that didn't get picked up or didn't continue.
7: Well, I liked Timeless a lot, and I felt like, you know, I think they they gave it like one extra episode even after they canceled it just to give it an ending, but I thought
3: Timeless was really good. Timeless was good. Kind of like how Firefly got their movie.
7: Yeah.
3: A show that was phenomenal, but time travel completely hosed it all up was heroes. Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Heroes. <laughs> Quantum Leap. Heroes was amazing. I, I don't know have you know, a lot of feelings
1: about time travel. <laughs> on, on, I hate time travel. As a plot device, it I know, but it, all it of it you just name
2: ever... different shows. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that's the, currently what's going on in Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. they monk the whole thing up. Not only are they doing time travel, but for some reason, they can only advance. So they're going each decade by decade. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, we're in the groovy seventy. It's just...
7: Well, what was that show years ago on ABC where they were going Sliders. back to the 70s? Oh. No, 70s. It was like a cop wow. like show. No, it was a cop show, and they were like in the Life m- on Mars. 21st No, Life History. on Mars. Life, there you Life go. On Mars. Life on Mars. I like that show. Yeah. That got canned. Yeah, I be... mean, so it's to the point where I, I guess the best chance you have is now Netflix or Prime, because at least you know that they'll commit more resources and not just get rid of it after. No, one but season. they have a
1: formula on Netflix where they like cancel shows whether they're popular or not after. Right? Have you ever it's heard like that after thing? Two seasons, after yeah. two seasons, they cancel the show. We gotta go, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow.